0: America, it's been a while. This is Russian embassy speaking, presenting you another issue of its weekly newsletter podcast, edition number
1: 156.
0: Vladimir Putin at the 75th session of the UN General Assembly. Dear colleagues, I would like to underline again that Russia will make every effort to contribute to peaceful political and diplomatic resolution of regional crises and conflicts, as well as to ensuring strategic stability. For all the disputes and differences, at times misunderstanding and even distrust on the part of some colleagues, we will consistently advance constructive uniting initiatives, first of all in arms control and strengthening the treaty regimes existing in this area. This includes the prohibition of chemical, biological and toxin weapons. The issue of primary importance that should and must be promptly dealt with is, of course, the extension of the russia strategic arms reduction treaty which will expire shortly in February 2021. We are engaging in negotiations with our U.S. partners on the matter. We also expect that mutual restraint would be exercised with regard to deploying new missile systems. I would like to add that uh, as early as at uh, last year, Russia declared a moratorium on deploying ground-launched medium and short-range missiles in Europe and other regions as long as the United States of America refrains from such actions. Unfortunately, we have not received any reaction to our proposal from either our US partners or their allies. I believe that such reciprocal steps on specific issues would provide a sound basis for launching a serious, profound dialogue on the entire range of factors affecting strategic stability. It would aim at achieving a comprehensive agreements, shaping a solid foundation for international security architecture that would build on prior experience in this field and in line with both the existing and future politically-military and technological reality. Vladimir Putin's statement on a comprehensive program of measures for restoring the Russia-US cooperation in the field of international information security. One of today's major strategic challenges is the risk of a large-scale confrontation in the digital field. A special responsibility for its prevention lies on the key players in the field for ensuring international information security. In this regard, we would like to once again address the US with the suggestion to agree on a comprehensive program of practical measures to reboot our relations in the field of security and in the use of information and communication technologies. To read the full statement, please visit Embassy's website and the Russian Embassy weekly special edition. IN SPACE WE TRUST First-ever movie in space with the working uh, title Vyzov to be shot by Roscosmos. Roscosmos Channel 1 Russia and Yellow Black and White Studio to shoot the first-ever movie in space with the working title Vyzov. Literally, challenge. Klim Shipenka will direct the movie with Dmitry Ragozin, Konstantin Ernst, Sergei Tinkov, Eduard Eloyan, Denis Žalinski, Vitaliy Shapilo as general producers of the large-scale project. The plot will include a flight to the International Space Station scheduled for autumn 2021 on the Russian Soyuz missile. Crewed spacecraft. Currently, the parties are discussing the details of the future movie, including the scenario, technical capabilities of the filming process, as well as the cast. The protagonist to fly to the ISS, as well as his backup, will be selected during the open contest. The title of the picture is yet to be confirmed. The movie is aimed to popularize Russia's space activities, as well as glorify cosmonaut profession. Defense Ministry Military defense attache of 70 countries observe exercises in the south of the Russian Federation. Foreign defense attachés arrived at the Kapustin Yar training ground, where they will observe the main stage of the Maneuvers, Kavkaz, 2020. Representatives of the military and diplomatic corps accredited in Russia will observe the main stage of the Maneuvers, Kavkaz, 2020, a total of 117 defense attachés from 70 countries, including 19 NATO countries. The maneuvers Kavkaz 2020 is being held from September 21 to to September 26 in the 1,000 military districts and in the Black and Caspian Seas. About 80,000 people take part in them, including servicemen of the Ministry of Emergency Situations and National Guard, as well as up to 1,000 military personnel from six foreign countries – Armenia, Belarus, Iran, China, Myanmar and Pakistan. About 170 Russian and foreign journalists were invited to key episodes of the manoeuvres. Representatives of the leading media came from Belarus, Bulgaria, Vietnam, Germany, Iceland, Italy, Iraq, China, Myanmar, Pakistan, USA, France, and Japan. Russian Tech The Skokova Foundation – 10 years of innovation. This year marks the 10th anniversary of the creation of the Skolkovo Innovation Center, a landmark initiative designed to create a sustainable innovation ecosystem and foster a culture of entrepreneurship to support the development and commercialization of advanced technologists in the Russian Federation and beyond. Under the oversight of the Skolkovo Foundation, also established in 2010, the purpose-built high-tech innovation area in Skolkovo has become the country's leading innovation hub. It's fully integrated in the vibrant innovation ecosystem, comprises a broad range of facilities and services to support innovation and entrepreneurship in the fields of information technology, biomedicine, energy, nuclear technologies, and space technologies. Skolkskova's Technopark is the largest in Europe, covering an area of some 100,000 square meters. It offers resident companies modern office space, including co-working arrangements as well as laboratories equipped for rapid prototyping and testing of new technological developments. In little over a year of its construction, the technopark will completely filled with startups. It now houses over 400 companies operating in a wide range of technology sectors, from private space travel ventures to precision agriculture and digital medicine. Foreign Ministry. Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov's interview with the TASS news agency. Question. I cannot help asking about the US. They will soon hold an election as well. Do you think a color revolution could take place in the US if one of the sides does not recognize the results of the election? Sergei Lavrov. It's not for me to judge. There is a joke that the US will never have a color revolution because it doesn't have an American embassy. Every joke has some truth in it. Threats and assumptions can be heard, and it's possible that one of the sides will refuse to recognize the results of the election. You know how US President Donald Trump comments on the forthcoming mail in vote by directly accusing those who would be counting the votes of the intention to distort the results? There are many suppositions and speculations about the election, but I won't comment on them or predict anything. We have emphasized many times, including by President of Russia Vladimir Putin, that we will work with any leader that is chosen under US law. Incidentally, there are many questions about this law. There are still debates on why it happened in U.S. history more than once that a nominee who received a majority vote of U.S. citizens eventually lost the elections because of the votes of the Electoral College are distributed in a different way and do not reflect the ratio of the direct walls by citizens. But this is an American problem, this is the US Constitution and law. However, we would, want, we would not want a leading global power like the US to fall into a deep crisis and have any instability in addition to the alarming manifestations of violence and racism that are now observed in different US citizen states.
1: The
0: Greatest Generation Russian veteran accepts birthday greetings in Seattle, turning 100th anniversary. Happy birthday to Sofia Salamonovna yoffe veteran of the Great Patriotic War, a resident of besieged Leningrad. Mrs. Yoffe was born on September 21, 1920 in the Pskov region. Before the war, she moved to Leningrad with her family. There she studied medicine and worked as a nurse during the harsh years of the Nazi blockade. Sofia Solomonovna steadily overcame the hardest wartime challenges. Selflessly participated in the restoration of her motherland from the ruins. After the war, Mrs. Yofe became a pediatrician. Since 1998, she has been living in the US with her family. We sincerely wish Sofia Solomonovna good health, lasting strength, peace, and prosperity. Visit Russia Wine Fest 2020 in Crimea. On October 3 to fourth, the fifth festival of harvest and wine making will take place in Balaklava. It is promising to become a real family holiday with many surprises. Thus, in the main alley of winemakers, the leading foreigners of Sevastopol and Crimea will offer their products for testing. In the traditional tasting battle, chefs, winemakers and bloggers will take part. The guests can taste and buy organic fruit and vegetables in the eco-market as well as grapes varieties. The snack bar will delight them with snacks and ready-made meals to have a bite quickly and change over to entertainment. At the same time, a large number of food courts of local restaurants with varied menus will offer substantial meal. The anniversary of the festival will be marked by birth of the Museum of Gifts from Winemakers. There will also be an exhibition of ancient wine bottles discovered during excavations in Balaclava. Official comment on the expansion of the U.S. Department of Treasury sanctions list In connections with the U.S. Department of Treasury's new restrictive measures imposed on Russian individuals and legal entities, we note the following. Having invented an enemy in the person of Russia, the U.S. government machine continues to invest colossal efforts in persecuting our companies and citizens, purportedly involved in some sort of interference in the electoral processes in the United States. As always, no evidence has been presented to, to support this. We have repeatedly stated that we have never interfered in, in any internal political processes in the United States and have no intention of doing so. We have proposed discussing any existing concerns and the negotiation table in a professional and non-politicized manner. Unfortunately, we have seen no reciprocal interest from Washington yet. Instead of a normal dialogue, the US prefers to keep afloat the idea of the Russian threat speculating on its pre-election political in fighting and trying to rally US allies around the anti-Russia agenda.
1: <laughs>
0: Embassy. Embassy is coming on the Facebook liquidating accounts of Russian media outlets. Facebook continues to wipe out discussion platforms and Russian media that are critical to the West. At the same time, it obviously misleads its users. The company declares that it does not analyze the content of the accounts being deleted, but instantly provides the topic of the materials posted. News and current events, including protests and uh, elections in Belarus, Russian and Ukrainian politics, geopolitical conspiracies, russian NATO relations, Russia's relations with neighboring countries, and criticism of U.S. foreign policy, socioeconomic issues in the U.S. and U.S. political candidates on both sides of the political spectrum. One can conclude that it is undesirable for Russian users to write on the above-mentioned topics. Otherwise, you may end up in the next list of liquidated accounts. This is nothing but censorship. Some examples cited by Facebook are apparently random or absurd. Infographics by RIA Novosti about the South Kuril Islands. If Facebook doubts their rela- affiliation with Russia, then the administration is questioning the decisions taken uh, at the uh, 1945 Yalta conference and the result of World War II. This is similar to revisionism or revanchism. An op ed by journalist and writer Vladimir Malushev on the demographic and religious situation in Europe with links to the Pew Research Center. It is alleged that uh, investigation by the Facebook administration has revealed some connections between the liquidated accounts and people associated with the Russian intelligence. We are sure that if Facebook uh, had engaged in the similar investigation in the United States, many Washington NGOs and most of the leading media outlets would have lost their accounts. For Russian users, Facebook has ceased to be a space for free exchange of information. There is a discrimination. We call on the administration of the social media to stop avoiding constructive communication with the Russian authorities, to establish a normal dialogue on issues of mutual concern. This will only benefit the citizens of the United States and Russia. Our cinema 100 years' birthday anniversary of Sergei Bandarchuk. 100 years ago on September 25, Soviet Russian outstanding film director and actor Sergei Bondarchuk was born. He is the author of the acclaimed masterpieces Destiny of a Man, They Fought for Their Country. Bondarchuk's adaptation of Leo Tolstoy's War and Peace became the most expensive film in Russian history. Its production lasted for 7 years and cost over 100,000 US dollars. It also set a record for the number of um, actors involved in mass scenes and extras, and introduced innovative technologies such as remote-controlled cameras suspended on 300-meter-long wires over the largest battle scene. War and Peace received an Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film in 1968. That's all for today, thank you for tuning in, and see you later next week!